You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hey guys, today we come to Luke chapter 23. Uh, it's a long chapter that covers the heart of the Christian faith, which is Jesus' trial, his crucifixion, and his burial. And then tomorrow we'll see his his resurrection. Um, but this is a long, detailed chapter that, that zooms in on the climax of Jesus' life. Condemned before Pilate, wrongly you know, condemned, led to be crucified, and uh, sealed up in the tomb. So this is where the, the story of the gospel reaches, in a sense, the the penultimate climax, and then tomorrow we see Jesus bursting forth out of the grave in resurrection life. He said, I came to cast fire on the earth back in Luke chapter 12. And in Luke 24, that fire erupts and begins to spread and, in a sense, positively burns up all of human history and brings it into divine history. Okay, but I want to focus real uh, intensely today on three points in this chapter that, again, uh, bring us into Luke's burden in writing this gospel, which is to unveil the perfection of Jesus's humanity. And remember, when we say perfection, we mean two things. Number one, his uh, complete lack of fault and sin. So he's sinlessly perfect. There's nothing lacking in his human experience. There's no sin, no default, no unrighteousness, no shortage, no lack, no deficiency. But also we mean something very positively, which is, which, which is his perfect expression of God. So not only is there nothing lacking or off or defective about his humanity, but also there is everything needed to express God. So there is a perfect fullness, a perfect balancing of all of his human virtues that are activated and saturated with the divine attributes, um, so that in Jesus we see God, we see God expressed. And we've seen powerful examples of that in this gospel uh, through Jesus' stories of the Good Samaritan and the shepherd, um, all these stories, and you know, even in the last chapter, the arrest scene, only Luke, you know, all the gospels tell us that Peter cuts off the ear of that one of those guys who came to arrest him, but only Luke gives us that extra detail of Jesus healing the ear. And in that touch, we see God's compassion that Jesus would heal the ear of, you know, one of this uh, maddened, you know, mob uh, characters coming with swords and clubs to arrest him. So we see the full, perfect expression of God, and we also have the perfect humanity uh, without sin that can be our substitute for redemption. Okay, where do we see that, though, in this in this chapter? Well, before Pilate, um, verse 4, Pilate says this three times. It says, Pilate said to the chief priests in the crowds, I find no fault in this man. He says that in verse 4. He says it again in verse 14. I find no fault in this man. I've examined him. Um, and also in verse 22, there's no cause, I found no cause of death in him. So this is an awesome testimony coming from Pilate 
that Jesus is faultless. And again, this is about his perfect humanity in those two aspects, sinlessly perfect, but also perfectly expressing God. When we examine him, when we put him under the microscope, this is what we find about his humanity. And this is a, a, an important correction, I would say, for many modern Christians, which is we are more impressed with his divinity oftentimes when we read the Gospels than we are with his humanity. In other words, we're more impressed with the miracles than with the man himself. You know, we we marvel at Jesus raising the dead, giving sight to the blind, walking on water, and yet we neglect the, in a sense, mundane details about his human virtues that express God. And yet it's those human virtues that, again, express God, which is why God created humanity. Jesus is the standard representative man, the prototype of what all of us were designed and created to be. And Luke shows us this pattern of perfect human living in the expression of God and says that humanity is now available to us because Jesus has removed the the barrier of our sin and he has become the spirit now to communicate and reactivate that humanity in our experiences. So although the divinity of Christ is impressive and it's it's elicits worship and awe, it's the humanity that makes that uh, available to us, that, that perfect human living that expresses God available to us. And it's that humanity that enables him to be our perfect substitute to pay the price for our sins. And 1 Peter 3, 18, I think is a good verse that really wraps up this chapter. It says, Christ suffered for sins, the righteous on behalf of the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. It's really what we see in this chapter. The righteous, the faultless man, like Pilate said, he becomes our suffering substitute on the cross, which we'll see in a second. And he does that to bring us to God, to bridge the great chasm between man and God. Uh, that chasm is bridged through the humanity of Jesus. Okay, so it's awesome that Pilate gives us this testimony. I find no fault in him. This is the basis of our salvation, Christ's perfect humanity, the basis of our salvation, both in our judicial redemption, our forgiveness, and in our organic salvation of living and expressing and glorifying God. Okay, the second point in this chapter that substantiates this is Jesus' lament. So as he's carrying the cross, he falters. Simon Cyrenian is brought in to carry the cross behind Jesus. And there's this crowd of lamenting women, mourning, crying, weeping over his impending death. And in verse 28, Jesus very amazingly says, do not weep for me. Now think about that. Think about that expression, that level of humanity not to be weeped over, not to be the center of lament. Um, but he turns that you know, lament to them. It says, weep over yourselves for what's coming, because if they do these things with the tree full of sap, verse 31, what will happen with the one that is dry? So Jesus is, again, selflessly uh, unconcerned for himself and concerned about their future and their future suffering. And of course, in verse 31, he implicitly identifies himself as the tree of life, the tree full of sap, full of divine life. And if, you know, if the, if they cut down the tree of life, 
what are they going to do to 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 the others? But the point here is Jesus's humanity again is on display in his concern for others. Now this reaches a a, a peak with the famous story that only again Luke tells us, starting in verse 40, 39, 39 through forty three, and this is the story: of the two robbers on the cross and the conversation with Jesus that they have. And in this story, again we see Jesus's perfect, fine. God expressing humanity, and we also see the requirement for salvation uh, beautifully, if a little bit uh, mysteriously conveyed here. So in verse 34, Jesus says, you know, as soon as they get him up on the cross, he prays, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And that's an amazing prayer. Only Luke shows us this, but again, we see Jesus's unbelievably God expressing humanity, that he would pray for the forgiveness of the very people who murdered him. Um, and then one of these one of these robbers, these criminals, begins to uh, have a conversation and engage Jesus. And he says, he rebukes the other robber and says, Do you not even fear God since we are in the same judgment? And we justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for what we did, but this man has done nothing amiss. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's awesome. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus says to him, truly, I say to you today, you shall be with me in paradise. So it's a famous story. But in this story, we see uh, the the requirement for salvation. And so what this robber uh, embodies and conveys in this short little dialogue is, number one, a recognition, a twofold recognition. And number two, a request. What does he recognize? Number one, he recognizes his the justness of his punishment for his what he's done. In other words, he recognizes the rightness of his punishment for his sins. He recognizes he's a sinner. And number two, he recognizes that Jesus is not a sinner. Jesus has done nothing amiss. So what is required for salvation? A twofold recognition of who we are and who Jesus is. We're sinful. Jesus is righteous. And number two, a request. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And what he's asked, what what this conveys is number number one, he has insight and faith in who Jesus is. Not only is he sinless, but Jesus is the conquering King. Through his death, his life doesn't end, but he comes into the kingdom. He comes into his reigning, which means he will be alive after his death, and he will be in the kingdom. And he petitions to be remembered by Jesus in that kingdom. There's awesome insight, a faith insight into Jesus's death, conquering death, and, you know, inauguration into the kingdom through the cross. He gets the crown through the cross because he's raised and he ascends, you know, right after that. And so what we see here is the requirement for salvation, faith alone, a recognition of who we are, who Jesus is, and a request, remember me, save me, bring me into that kingdom, don't leave me uh, here in my sins and under the punishment for my sins. So that's Luke 23. It's an awesome chapter. There's so much in here. But um, basically what we wanted to look at today is the perfection of Christ's humanity, which becomes the basis of our salvation in its God-glorifying aspect and in its sinner substitution aspect. And also we get a glimpse into the requirement for salvation on our side 
through the conversation of the robber and Jesus on the cross, which is faith alone. Faith in who Jesus is and what his death on the cross means. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and hope this brings you into a deeper and greater appreciation of our Savior and Redeemer, the man, Jesus Christ.